You're listening to the Denver Real Estate Investing Podcast, brought to you by RICO, your local guide for all things real estate investing in Colorado. What's up, Colorado? Chris Lopez here. And I'm really excited about today's podcast because not only do I have a great agent in the studio, I'm also excited to announce that agent, Mr. Newt Wilder, has officially joined Envision Advisors as a few weeks ago. And Newt has impressive background. Number one, he's a great agent. Number two, he's in Fort Collins. So for a lot of you, you know we've been down in Springs, Pueblo, and Denver. And now I'm very excited to say we're up in Northern Colorado. And Newt, Roger said that, I said Fort Collins, but you live in Loveland. But you're up in Northern Colorado, it's all the same to me, all of our (laughs) listeners here. Anyway, man, I'm excited to have you on the podcast. I'm excited to have you on the Envision Advisors team and just excited to have your agent skills and leadership as well in our whole ecosystem. Uh, Welcome to the podcast and team, man. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Preston. Thank you guys for having me. That's Preston, but uh, I I see how it is, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys know who Preston is. Uh, He runs Envision Advisors and uh, actually was a big reason we're able to uh, grab an amazing guy like Newt. Yeah, no, I'm super excited to have Newt on the team and be able to uh, start working up in Northern Colorado now. Newt, thanks for uh, thanks for everything you've done so far. Um, Newt and I know have known each other over the last few years, just kind of in passing and whatnot. But uh, I recently was able to actually send some really good friends of mine that were moving here from California that were looking to move up to Greeley for a job transfer and connected them with Newt. And they had such a great experience that I uh, really was excited to chat more with Newt and kind of find out more about what his goals and his plans were. And uh, And here we are. Yeah, that's what leads to leads to work. It's together. all about relationships, right? Do good business, do good deals. It leads to more deals and more opportunities. Yep. So, new, we got a lot to talk about. We got to talk about a little about your background. We got to talk about the Northern Colorado market, and then two other very exciting things that we normally don't talk on the podcast. Uh, you're also a licensed agent in Wyoming. Correct. So we're going to talk a little bit about what Wyoming is like because I have really no clue. Okay. And also, you have a uh, a bar and pub up in Greeley which I've heard is a fun place to go and maybe we'll have some real estate meetups there at some point. Absolutely. All right. Yes. I like that idea. I know. Yeah. Anytime. <laughs> All right. So um, you live in Loveland and you're the managing broker for your castle, which means new basically runs the uh, your castle office for up North. So tremendous leadership opportunity and also just, you know, a great fit for you and great leadership skill set. So but I want to rewind. I knew you were licensed about eight or nine years ago. Where did it start? Uh, I got my license in 2015 in Colorado, uh, March of 2015. And then I also got licensed in Wyoming the same year. So um, I decided to uh, get licensed in Wyoming because my wife used to live in Cheyenne. And we had a sphere of friends and and uh, acquaintances up there that we could also serve. So I just uh, decided to get that done. <laughs> Great. Well, Um, is is there a lot of overflow between, you know, Southern Wyoming and Northern Colorado? I mean, I don't know a lot about those markets. We're still learning stuff, Chris and I, but uh, is there a lot of, you know, crossover and overlap up there? That's a good question. Um, Yeah. You know, we're starting to see, so there's a lot of Wyoming folks that actually come down to Colorado to shop. Uh, There's, I've actually helped several people actually move up to Cheyenne because they don't have income tax for the state. They don't have, they don't tax their food on their groceries. So there's some advantages to that. And mm-hmm. some of those folks actually work in Colorado. So it's oh, not they that commute far. back and forth every yeah, day, huh? It's not that far of a drive. Yeah. Oh, interesting. 
So I actually am. So I'm, uh, I know we brought you on here for talk about Northern Colorado, but I want to talk about Wyoming for a minute because I'm just so curious sure. about that. Like, give us like the two minute summary on like the Wyoming market. Just like I have no idea about like the landscape, price point, like anything. Do they still ride horses to work up there? Mm. Like, it's, what's <laughs> what's going sometimes. on in Wyoming? Yeah, you know, Wyoming is actually a really great state. It's you know a lot of the communities they don't have a lot of people. Um, wow. Cheyenne itself, I think, is around just under sixty thousand people. But they, I've always likened the Cheyenne market to similar to Greeley in the price points. Uh, it, it moves a little bit slower up there as far as the, the sales volume. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's just, a, it's a really big small town, the whole state really. And it's, uh, it's, a, it's actually very nice to, to be up there and be able to help those people as well. So what's like the equivalent to like, you know, like a, a three bed, two bath home in Greeley? What's in Greeley and like how what's in Cheyenne? Just like price point and general things like that. Well, depending on where in both of those towns, I could say that you around the median, you know, just yeah, like your your basic run of the mill. Yeah. yeah. Sure. And three bed, two bath. I think at Greeley, you're probably looking at the the median sales price now is around four ten. And in Cheyenne, you're probably gonna be around three fifty. So yeah. it's it's a little bit less expensive. You can still find things up there with a two in front of it. So it's, there's some opportunities yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm excited to like, we, I'll, I'll stop asking questions about living this podcast because I'm very curious to like learn more about it. Um, and also, I think, as you said, there's people that are buying to move up there and also like investing up there as well uh, because it's an attractive price yeah. point. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So you got licensed eight eight years ago. Yes. Uh, you got licensed in Wyoming as well because now your wife uh, used to live there. So how'd you get into real estate as a career and kind of what was that story arc like? Well, uh, it's a funny story. So I own another business in Greeley and uh, I met my wife at that time. She lived in Cheyenne. I lived in Greeley. I saw her. uh, We decided we wanted to live in Loveland because that was kind of the center of the universe for everything up there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we decided to build a home over in Loveland. And in doing so, she owned a twin home. Which I know that you had never heard. But <laughs> Have you heard no? Nope. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah, so you talking about for it. Twin home. I, okay, good. I'm yeah. No, it's not just me. That helps my real estate ego a little bit. Nick. Um, so, what is a twin home? It's kind of a two two story duplex, really, and uh, you know each side is owned separately. So there's just a shared wall, and that's you know they both had basements, two stories. Two car garages, but so it's a duplex, right? So it's, yeah. a, it's a paired home. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, now my understanding in paired homes is the different elevations. Interesting. Okay. So oh, man. I don't know. I don't, well, I'm, I'm not learning. A yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, my I, my wife, we decided that she was going to sell her twin home, mm-hmm. and uh, I, she wanted to do it for sale by owner because I was I was telling you, my wife is. Very capable. She's yeah. a, a super high producer in what she does. And so I just watched and, and tried to help her by, you know, being there supportive and putting the signs in the yard. She did it for sale by owner. And we just happened to luck out with the perfect investor buyers. So she showed me how this could be such an easy transition. I mean, I was just, I had bought a house years prior, sold it. But I had never known the process like I saw her do it. In fact, I've seen her flyers were better than some of the new agents that I actually see <laughs> these days. So 
Uh, I'm not surprised to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) She did a great job. And I was just like, wow, that's super cool. So she actually came home one day. It was in December of 2014, actually, because I was I told her, listen, I've decided to join into real estate school. As she's walking through the door, she's like, what? I was like, yeah, I'm going to be a realtor. You inspired me, right? Yeah, exactly. So I joined, uh, I went to real estate school and got licensed three months later. So, you know, the uh, most agents generally don't have nice things to say about when they're dealing with like a FISBO buyer. It's usually very, very headache and lots of hassles and extra communication, extra work. So since that's how you came to real estate, have you been like cursed with FISBOs as you do deals or has it been like a win-win or doesn't you know matter? what's funny about that is... There's got to be some karma in here. Well, like I said, we had the perfect buyer because they didn't have an agent. So we didn't have to go through all mm. of that. But I've never actually had an issue with it because I don't have a hard time with talking people through the process of how that may go. Yeah. Me being an agent, listen, I'm representing these folks. So is there a way for you to consider compensation on that end? But I've actually never run into that being a problem. No, great. Well, I'm glad to hear that karma worked out really well. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Luckiest guy I know, I guess. You got licensed, been doing deals in Northern Colorado, dealing deals in Wyoming. Yeah. And then at what point did you become the managing broker up in your, uh, at your four-year castle up North? So I was um, an agent when... Your castle purchased Shorewood Real Estate up there. And uh, there was some movement in the managing broker role at the time. And Charles Roberts, who you both know very well. Oh, yes, we do. Charles reached out to me and and, as did Lon. And uh, they asked if I would like to go ahead and take on that role because one of our higher producers up there, she had recommended me. So I... I'd always decided, yeah, I wanted to advance and I wanted to move forward. And that was in 2018. Okay. October of 2018 is when I got my broker license. And I've been the managing broker up there in that office since. All right, cool. Awesome. And then three weeks ago, we officially joined forces. Yes. With you joining Vision, we're, we're stoked about. So that brings us to present day here. Where, you know, from, from my perspective, I, uh, you know, my phrase is always, you know, talented people in transition. Anyone that's worked with me for more than a couple of months has, has heard that phrase. Like that is, I always do myself, hey, I want to, I want to recruit a talented person in transition. Obviously, you're a very talented person. Well, thank you. Um, you're welcome. Otherwise, <laughs> we'd be sitting here. Um, <laughs> but I want to talk about this and pick your brain some because, you know, that like I said, it was just, I think it's a great, like, you know, one plus one equals three type scenario. But spend a minute and kind of give us, like, our listeners and myself, like, what's the the broad overview of, like, Northern Colorado? Like, we have a lot of Denver people listening to this. Sure. Uh, you know, mostly we're Denver listenerships. Like, what do they need about Northern Colorado just in general? Anything just to, like, through an investing lens? Well, I like to pick fun at you, Denver guys, and uh, remind you that we actually have indoor plumbing and everything up there. <laughs> it's it's a, it's great. It, every all of the communities are are special in their own way. Greeley yeah. is set a little bit to the side from I twenty five, but up and down I twenty five, you've got Loveland, Longmont, Loveland, Windsor, Timnath, Fort Collins, and all of those have 
uh, you know, it's 20 minutes from everywhere, wherever you are. Basically. And I know there's been a ton of development in a lot of those areas over the last decade, right? So oh, absolutely. And Windsor, especially. Yeah. Windsor and Timnath have grown. Aren't they all just like subdivisions? Like Windsor? Mm, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, it, Windsor's... I've been there dance. once. So have you been to Rain Dance? No. Yes, no. we did go to Rain Dance. Okay, is that... Yeah. Okay. Then Chris, I guess Chris and I took a little tour one day. So. Yeah, they had like 68 <laughs> builders out there. They got the amazing pool with the Lazy River. And yep. uh, that's just to the south of the main drag on in Windsor. But okay. yeah, it's, it's nice to see... I mean, we're still in a, a huge shortage of inventory up there. And... So there's subdivisions that pop up everywhere. Johnstown, even. And that mm. was always a commuter community anyway. They're building a, a huge Bucky's. I, I'm not familiar with this uh, gas station. I have heard about it, this. It's got like a hundred like, some pumps. They might change the world. They're, yeah. yeah they're impress- People that know they're about impressive. it are super excited. Yeah. I think and you're only guys told me about Preston. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've done a lot of a lot of road trips and a lot of traveling across this country. I've definitely stopped a few of few of those myself. So I'm excited to see what this uh, brings to Northern Colorado. <laughs> yeah, well, and we've got a lot of development just you know through the not just the homes, but there's a ton of you know Shields put mm-hmm. a flagship store right there on the corner mm-hmm. of I-25 and 34, and you know it, it's just uh, it's a growing market for sure. We've we've grown a lot. Now, from uh, just a very high level, I think the same inventory shortage, price appreciation, kind of like how Denver's been and Springs has been. Fort Collins has followed about the same trajectory the last, what, 12 years, right? Or Yeah, Fort Collins has been just shooting up ever since. I mean, I think that it actually came down just a little bit, maybe 1% to 2% in the last quarter, but okay. not enough to matter. Yeah. I mean, it's really Fort Collins, anywhere near Old Town. You're looking at the higher dollars, but uh, you also have everything within a walk's distance, which is why it's so desirable for those folks. But I also think, and correct me if I'm wrong, but that's one of the nice things and, and kind of the inviting things about Northern Colorado is there's so many different communities up there, right? With all the different towns between Longmont and Loveland and, you know, Greeley, Fort Collins, like there's a lot of different places to yeah. choose from and there's a lot of different things happening up there. Well, and, you know, to that point, each one of them have their own specific personality all of those communities are are like windsor or loveland they all have their own special holiday celebrations or i mean it's just it's it's nice you can go anywhere and feel welcome that's great so i i know i said four columns on there but in general like northern colorado it's all been about the same trajectory as like denver denver metro just Big price appreciation, no inventory, population growth, just kind of the same trends we've seen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're seeing a lot of that as well. And and in Greeley, it's a little bit slower. Uh Greeley's expanding closer towards to uh, from it's going west towards I-25. But yeah, we're seeing uh, Windsor actually overtook Loveland, I believe it was second quarter of last year, in the higher average price point because of all of the expansion that they're doing with the building there. Really? Yeah. Okay. So what's the uh, next 10 years look like up in Northern Colorado? Everything's going to grow together. That's for sure. It's already getting to where, you know, Windsor and Greeley almost touch and Loveland, Fort Collins basically smash up to against each other as does Loveland and Berthen. So, you know, Timnath, it's, everything's good. It's going to look a lot like yeah. down here. We're getting a top golf. <laughs> So we're pretty. I mean, even 
even looking at the drive up I-25 now, right? I mean, you basically hit Thornton, North Glen, and then all of a sudden it's Erie, Decono, and you just start moving yeah. up and it's nothing but development. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're widening the road up there uh, to three lanes per side, just in time, I think, to make it four. So there's going to be construction up there forever. Yeah. So, I mean, one of the things I always like to look for from like, I, I, I tend to follow like a keep it simple, stupid investing philosophy for like investing and also just, you know, career and business. And I always come down to like one basic metric is the place or the, the market or that geographic area, is it growing or is it shrinking? Because if a marketplace or a town is shrinking, that always scared me because, hey, if things are shrinking, um, that's usually not a good sign. And either things are shrinking or growing. And so is it correct to state that just, hey, overall, <laughs> Northern Colorado is just on that growth side, just like the rest of the front ranges? Absolutely. Uh, particularly because you've heard drive to you qualify. Right. So we have a lot of folks that move up that way just because they may work in downtown Denver, but it's super expensive. So yeah. why wouldn't you want to buy a half a million to a $600,000 house that's twice the size of whatever the apartment is going to be downtown? Yeah. Yep. That's always been like uh, the the little bit I've done up north. Uh, we have a couple of clients, mostly just like other agents, other investors is like one of the plays I like up in northern Colorado a lot seems like buying a new build you know a new build detaching a family you know your standard three bed two bath four bed something like that either as a rental or a house hack mm -hmm. has kind of been like a very smart go-to play i've seen a lot of investors do up there and i think that's just because i mean like the price points are are a little bit less than down here um but then also like when i've looked in the past like hey what's the price point what's the rent and you get a brand new uh, a brand new house um, it seemed to be like a very smart play to me. Has that at all changed? Like I said, I'm kind of just going off of like, you know, general consensus and people I've talked to, but like that has been a very, uh, a play I've seen a lot of investors do. Actually, if you know, no, it hasn't changed. Actually, okay. there's, there's some builders that are very popular with that model specific to, uh, house hacking in particular, uh, or, or nomadic, but basically yeah, there's there's certain builders up there that still you can find a home under five hundred thousand in that I twenty five corridor that's going to allow for them to live there a year, move on, buy the next one, maybe even the one next door. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's actually it's a very popular move these days. And you've helped uh, I think quite a few investors and clients either buy a rental or do a house act uh through that strategy, right? Yeah. And yeah. most of the Investors that I've helped in the past are either doing house hack, a nomad, uh, or buy and hold long-term rentals. I'm just now getting exposed through the Envision Advisors Group to the room by rent. Yep. And uh, those models, uh, I'm I'm excited to learn from you guys. This is I'm yeah, I'm excited because I I've not seen anyone up there. We were talking about this a few weeks ago, and they, like really doing like the room by room strategy up there. Yeah. I know part of that too is like Fort Collins has, I think it's UTC plus two. Yes. Is that the correct? It's U plus two. Is U plus what we two. call it. Yeah. Okay. Um, what exactly is that? Because you can explain further than I can, I, I think. I already butchered it. Yeah. Well, effectively, what it is, is it's a municipal ordinance that only allows for you and uh, your family and one unrelated person. So it's essentially, it's a way for them to, uh, prevent, you know, 13 college kids living in the same house 
in the same two bedroom house. So it's it's a more of a safety measure, I think. And yeah, is that strictly related to just Fort Collins, or is there any other municipalities up there that have that rule? There are specific rules in yeah. certain municipalities over there, but Fort Collins is the only one that we actually have to sign with the deed of transfer. So there's there's specific forms that we have to sign. So they, and they actually look into enforcing it. Yeah, I, I've heard like they're. I mean, when you when you buy and every time you rent the place out everyone's basically signing some form of that document, right? And right. and Fort Collins actually has uh, an, an enforcing they department. They have code or officers or, yeah, that yeah. go around and, and make sure that that's being upheld. Yeah. There are certain other communities that I don't want to just throw out there under the bus right now, but they have the same rule on the books. They just don't have the form for you to have to sign to to hold in your face when they... And that's what we've had. I've had a lot of like, you know, especially house hackers down here and investors that want to really, you know, really juice cash flow is like, they look at Fort Collins and it's like, well, you know, a lot of places, cool, they don't have that, uh, you know, that the uh, ordinance on there, nor do they enforce it. And it's like, well, you go up there, here's a problem. And there is like, you have to play by the rules. Yeah. Um, and I think that's been a big reason we even see much yeah. room by room up there. So I'm, I'm curious as we expand the other markets out there, like just to like dig into that. Yeah, absolutely. I'm actually really excited to see if more popularity in that in that space mm-hmm. actually causes something to be more enforced. I don't know. Yeah. All right. So talk to us about uh, Weiler's Pub and Grill, right? Is that get the name right? <laughs> yes. yes. Weiler, my, my last name, Weiler's Pub and Grill in Greeley. Yes. yes. G- give a little plug <clears throat> for it. And like, when's the, uh, when's the party up there, Newt? Every night. Every night. night. Yeah. <laughs> Weiler's Pub and Grill. I actually used to work at this bar when I was in college. And through the years, I, you know, did other things. But uh, in 2011, the previous owners came to me and asked if uh, I might be interested in buying it. And so I uh, reached out to my folks and they helped me finance it and we had you uh, express interest to them about buying because that's just i think it had probably come up over the years okay. but uh yeah they they reached out and so uh we ended up you know, buying it in december of 2011 and uh we've had it ever since we actually did a real big remodel in june of 24 or excuse me 14 2014 i have a lot of respect that you're able to buy a bar and run into business because two things i know uh restaurants and bars are incredibly hard to run very um, <laughs> And my self-discipline around alcohol is not the greatest. <laughs> so I would probably become one of the worst liabilities at the, a place if I owned it like that. You know what's so, funny is when you own it, you you can't just sit at the end of the bar. Got to hold it. Oh, right? yeah. yeah. You got <laughs> to move on and do other things uh, to yeah, make sure everything's working goodness, right. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, Newt, I'm excited to have you on the team. I'm excited to explore Thank you. Northern Colorado more with you, clients. Uh, I know we've had lots of interest around there, and he said it's a growing place. Yes. We always want to be, you know, focused on growing places because that leads to opportunity and usually long-term wealth. So, Newt, excited having the team. Thanks for coming to the podcast, and thank you for driving down, man. Oh, well, thank you for having me. Of course. Yeah, Newt, super excited to have you, and uh, really, really looking forward to learning a lot more about Northern Colorado. So, it's going to be fun. Awesome. Well, if anyone out there has questions on uh, the place, best place to grab a beer in Greeley... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> buy or sell something in Northern Colorado or explore Wyoming, you know, Newt's the guy to call. Yeah. I'm right. happy to help. Thanks a lot, Newt. Thanks, Newt. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Preston. Mm-hmm.